Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sure as spring, the dogwoods bloom. Oh, Robbie. Great tune from Luke Combs there. And if you don't know who Luke Combs is, he was uh, sitting in the stands for the All Blacks game and in the sheds afterwards. He's a massive country music artist. I think he's like the number one in the world at the moment. So apparently it's a big deal if you're a big fan of country music. Um, concerts in Auckland this week, I think, and maybe he's travelling around the country as well. I'm not sure if our next guest is a country music fan. I might have to ask him. Shane Howarth, former uh, All Blacks and Wales uh, fullback, joins us on the line now. Uh, Shane, are you, are you a country music fan at all? My, my youngest, Devlin, um, got me into it. He works with a lot of softballers who go to America quite often. Oh. And he brought back some of country music and um, shut the name of it guy who sung the American National Anthem, if you ever want to hear an amazing anthem, I'll, I'll remember his name at some stage, but Mate. he was un- unbelievable. So yeah, quite funnily enough, I've been sort of listening to it a little bit. Oh, not, certainly not the answer I was expecting, uh, Shane, but uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. After spending time in America, mate, I, yeah, I similarly was uh, introduced to it. I, it was one of those things where I feel like the more I was forced to listen to it, I just sort of inevitably ended mm. up liking it. So, uh, yeah, it's um, it's been interesting, that journey. Uh, mate, let's talk, let's talk some All Blacks. And uh, I was sort of going to just chat about the game on Saturday, but, but more importantly, we've got a squad, a Rugby World Qu- uh, Cup squad announced tonight, and that has been really the talk uh, of the morning in the afternoon. Uh, firstly, um, Shane, I just want to ask, how much do you think um, Saturday will influence Ian Foster in the selections decisions at all? Um, that's a really, really good question because I I, I felt for, sorry for, for a couple of guys. Well, not so much Simon Penny Fennell because he was outstanding, but Sean Stevenson probably had that match to you know kind of prove and cement. And unfortunately, I thought not by his own fault. I just thought the Australians were just incredible for that first 35 minutes. Mm. And it kind of softened any any sort of um, chance that probably Sean had for us to see Sean Stevenson on attack. Because I, I think he's been the best uh, back three player in the entire Super Rugby this year. So I felt a little bit from, you know, that, that there wasn't that opportunity um, for him to put his hand forward. And I think... I think what the what the weekend showed us was solidified what what the top fifteen will be, um, and then it'll be interesting because I know, I know everyone sort of well, not laid into Damian McKenzie but sort of didn't rate him very much. But no no nine or ten would have been any good in that first as I said thirty thirty five minutes. And I think as Kiwis we sometimes we get a little lost in our own thing without praising how good the opposition were. Mm. And I thought. Australia in that first 35 minutes were outstanding. I mean, their ruck work, their clear-outs, their carries, their physicality. I met Nwangan Tanawasi, I hope we get his name right, on, on the wing is, is frightening. And you know, when you had Karevi and Pattaya inside him, um, you know, giving him space, I just thought they, they were very, very good. And I think we have to look at that as All Black fans. Of Not that the All Blacks were poor, it was that Aussie were very good. Mm. Um, and the turnaround in the second half, I thought, came when, when the likes of, of Sam Whitelock and 
and Richie Mwanga came on. So I know that's a long-winded answer. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, oh, I felt sorry for the guys who, who were, were really needing to put their hand up because I don't think they got a chance. You know, I, I was saying the same thing at the top, Shane. I totally agree with that. And I feel like not only were they sort of put into um, this sort of one-off game to try and prove themselves, they're also doing it alongside a whole bunch of other guys who are also in the same position. It wasn't like, you know, Shooter was coming into the to the out-and-out first-choice All Blacks back line. Um, he was sort of alongside guys that were playing for their spot too, which, uh, I, like you, I feel a little bit sorry for them. Um Will Jordan um, at fullback, which is what everyone wanted to see, did he did he do enough for you to, to convince everyone that he should be uh, the fullback at the World Cup, or do you think he's better suited on the wing? Glimmers, glimmers of what Will Jordan can do at fullback. However, I, I think if you're going to lock in a fullback, it'll be Bowden um, for that experience. I, I would be very surprised if we see Bowden back at 10. I may be proven wrong. And therefore, I think Damian McKenzie will, will go because... in I don't want to call them lesser games, but in games that we're expected to win, you don't you don't want Richie playing every single pool game. Mm. So I think that's um, I mean Will Jordan goes without a shadow of a doubt, um, fantastic player, and I, I think fullbacks his spot. But again, he was kind of in that in the area that Sean Stevenson was, in that um, you know he didn't really get any that we didn't get really a lot of ball um, to be able to get ourselves into a test, and you know I know been fortunate enough and lucky enough to play test rugby you, you, it's not an easy environment um, if you're on the back foot from the first minute um, it can be pretty tough and, and when you're trying to make a statement um, as probably Sean and, and Will were in, the, in that position I, they just again didn't get the opportunity I don't think but Will Jordan is locked in in the back three um, I would say at winger with, with Bowden at fullback if you're going with your top 15 Um and probably Talia on the other wing. Mm. So, I mean, it's a potent back three because Funganuku was outstanding yeah. um, on Saturday. You know, I really thought he was. So he certainly put his, his case forward. Um, but I think if it was me picking the back three, it would be Talia, Jordan and, and Barrett. I'll get you to, to, to go through some of the other outside backs in a second, Shane. Just uh, Craig's texture on double eight double three. Always trust the SENZ listeners to come up with the uh, with the info we're after. Uh, Chris Stapleton, was he the country singer you were thinking oh, about? that's it. That's the boy. Yeah. I do. I do. He's fantastic. Listen yeah. to it. Okay. Yeah. I think I actually saw that, and then I went and listened to a whole bunch of his songs, put them on my playlist afterwards. But he's got a fantastic voice, Chris Stapleton. Real uh, sort incredible. of yeah, true true country artist. All right. Back to some rugby. Um. So the back the the the, the backs. Um. And depending, I guess, on whether you're going for the the nineteen fourteen or the eighteen fifteen split at five o'clock this evening, you got Stevenson, Caleb Clark. Flying a Nuku and, and Narawa and four doesn't really go into one or two, Shane. So who who do you think misses out? Um, yeah, look, I think I feel really sorry for. I'm not sure if Caleb will will make it, and, and that's not because he doesn't deserve to be there. I just think the other boys, you know, like I said, that my top three is Talia, Jordan, um, Barrett, and then you've got I I, I would say from. Saturday, Whanganuku maybe put his nose forward. But I mean, I'm glad I'm not doing it. I'm glad I'm not <laughs> picking it. Um, because Narawa was fantastic in his test appearance. Um, you know, Caleb Clark, probably not his most dominant season, but you know what he can bring. So, you know, anyone he takes, but <laughs> look, I'm just going to sit on the fence and say I know who my three are 
good luck, Fozzie, with your other two. Mm. The uh, the halfbacks is the other um, sort of I wouldn't say contentious, but it's the discussion point of uh, of the day. And uh, like take your point about um, Finlay Christie sort of being thrown into the cauldron. But do you see any chance of of Ian Foster sort of flipping the script as we see it and, and putting in Brad Weber over Finlay Christie, or do you think it's Aaron Smith, Finlay Christie, and Cam Roygaard? <laughs> I think that he has to take Roy Gard, just a point of difference. Um, and Aaron Smith showed how good he was. And again, it's unfortunate for Finlay. He was behind a pack that was getting a bit smothered in the first 30, 35 minutes. Um, and I think that might bring Brad Weber into contention. It's, it's um, cause if you're going to play Damien, you know, Finlay and Damien didn't look um, good together on, on Saturday. Again, mm. I'd say that was, that was partly because the Aussies were very good. Um, but Brad Weber brings a little bit more experience and and a little bit more, little bit more of of a similar Aaron Smith. He, he's just a dogged um, player. So I I think it's Roy Gard and Smith. And then if it was me, I'd go Weber. The loose forwards. This is another one that people have been texting in about. A lot of people have uh, Artie, Sam Kane, uh, Frizzell, Papali'i, and uh, Summer Penny Finau, who was fantastic on Saturday. But then the question probably is there: who covers eight, Shane? And, and you know, Dalton Papali'i is sort of an out-and-out out seven. So is that the right mm. makeup of the Lucies? You think? I like Luke Jacobson. Um, again, just just coming back, Luke Jacobson was. Um, I, I do like him, and, and I think. He he would be more comfortable at eight rather than a makeshift eight because again, Artie Savia is just a phenomenal player, yeah, and you don't want to run him in every game, and a, a pool plays in, in the World Cup. So I think you have to take then another specialist eight, and mine would be Luke Jacobson. Yeah, and I guess there there is going to be a big um, question mark over Brody Retallick and his fitness, so I imagine I'll name him anyway yeah. uh, th- this evening, but then yeah, if he's not in, then maybe you do have space to throw in a, a, a Josh Lord or a Jacobson, whoever that might be. Um, Shane, just, just before we do let you go, uh, what what is the last, I guess, couple of games, last uh, month and a half of, of All Blacks Rugby in 2023 I guess showing you ahead of the World Cup has it made you more confident? Are you, do you believe they can they can go on and win it all? We we are at after watching uh, these internationals. Yeah, look, I uh, I think Fozzie had to make changes for this test. What I loved about um, the first three tests was he didn't. Um, he, uh, uh, the major one was Mackenzie playing Argentina in Moonga back, but there wasn't wholesale changes. Mm. Um, so I think I think he's really solidified his first 15 to be honest and I think we'll see that 15 against South Africa because he needs that 15 to be together and, and understanding each other because France are going to be a hell of a game in that first test mm, Yeah. so I think I think Fozzie has to go with his 15 that he's going to, well 23 that he's going to play in the opener against France and then I think he'll know by and large what his 15 is and he can tinker but I, I would rather he didn't wholesale change even if it is against lesser opposition because you can drop combinations by chopping and changing. So I think as much as he can, resting his really, really important boys, I think he needs to keep the core of that team playing as much as he can. Yeah, totally agree with you, Shane. Uh, uh, it's Chris Stapleton. Can you can you ring up uh, the uh, who's on duty at uh, Fresh Choice Mangani and just get them to play a bit of Chris Stapleson over the loudspeakers? Just <laughs> encourage the shoppers. I'm trying to get them to do it. They won't listen to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, you gotta, you, the youngsters, you got to they got to take a bit of convincing. Uh, mate, appreciate you coming on as always. Uh, very interested to see what happens at five o'clock this evening and uh, and heading towards the World Cup as well. We'll uh, we'll catch up again soon. Thanks heaps for coming on, mate. No problems at all, Sam. Thanks, mate. There you go. Shane Howarth there. Owns the uh, Fresh Choice out in uh, Mangere, so uh, stop by if you are going past. You might see him in there. He might give you a little bit of a chat as well, and uh, maybe you hear a bit of Chris Stapleton playing over the speakers.